You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. This is the Rich Eisen Show. So what's the latest on love? The Rich Eisen Show. The first two preseason games, for me, uh, enough that I need to see. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I saw the clip that your show account tweeted the other day, and I responded to it with the gift from my favorite Christmas movie, Time Polar Express, with the conductor of Polar Express saying all aboard. Today's guests from the Fantasy Footballers podcast, Mike Wright and Jason Moore. ESPN college football and NFL analyst Robert Griffin III. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Facts. These are facts. The Rich Eisen Show is on the air live from Los Angeles, California, here on this terrestrial radio affiliate, Sirius XM Odyssey and more. We're also thrilled to be right here on the Roku channel where you can catch us live every single day between 12 and 3 Eastern time. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial right here on the program. Outstanding guest list for you right here. Um, and uh, preseason football, final week of it is underway. Lots to discuss, certainly with Robert Griffin III when he joins us. And fantasy football is going to be first up. The Fantasy Football Podcast, number one on all podcast lists for sports. Uh, Jason Moore and Mike Ryder here, same as Andy Holloway. But uh, he drew the short straw. Um, he's 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 he'll he'll be he's here, but just not on the air. Good to see you over there, Suze. How are you? Does he want to take my seat? I can move over. My ego's not that big. There it's is pretty big, there but is, it's not that big. There is no I in Susie or no. Schuster. No, no, not really, one. not one. Uh-uh. You're willing to get out of the chair, Rich. I've been on TV off and on for twenty something <sighs> years. I can move over. I can sit by the new. Um, the new pool table in the set. I okay. can sit with the seagulls who are in from New York. Okay, I can, do, I can we, do whatever. We can do that. Yeah. You, we can do whatever. All right. Uh, maybe Team we'll player, do Rich. Maybe Team we'll player. do that. Maybe yeah. we'll do that. Uh, There's an eye, Michael. Also, I know nothing <laughs> about fantasy, so it's I might right. as well sit out it's for that segment. Don't say that. Normally, we act more interested in the, the people that come on the program. It's all right. I think I'm being selfless. No, here. that's true. Let's move on. As Brian Gumble would say, <laughs> let's move on. How, you need to take your glasses off when you do that. Oh, hold on. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Hold on, man. From your from the well, real sports days. Before. There we go. Let's move on. Well done. <laughs> to a fantasy segment that I know nothing about. Mike Del Tufo, how are you over there, brother? I'm good. There's an eye, Mike. I'm not moving. You're not moving. No. no. Is that moving? TJ's Just the candle lit. TJ Jefferson, hey, how are you, sir? I'm great. The candle's lit. You know, and okay. um, you know, people get mad when Susie doesn't get enough airtime and camera time. So I would suggest her not moving because we're going to hear about it if she does. That's true. So, that's that's true. true. The people want me here. Yeah, right? I mean, her, her Q rating is insanely yeah. high. It's nobody, the highest no, of all of us. Nobody tweeted out yesterday, where's Brockman? 
I didn't see that, right? I mean, there's so many tweets come in. Oh, I can't boy. count all I'm of them. I'm doing Chris dirty. <laughs> a lot of really nice tweets, though, about your appearance on Giovanni's podcast. Ah, yeah. I had, a, I had a nice time with my, my buddy Gio uh, yesterday. Uh, podcasted with him uh, when we were done with yesterday's show. Um, and again, lots to get to right here, all three hours. Uh, stay right where you are. It's going to be a good one. And I already see phone lines are lit. Greatly appreciate that. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. The AFC, deep end of the pool, everyone agrees that. As a matter of fact, we're all assuming, with all due respect to those in Detroit, many in the National Football League media and fan base assuming, two weeks from today, we are talking about the Chiefs curb stomping the lines and they had no business being in that spot to kick off the season. You know Dan Campbell's going to be playing that up significantly over the next 13 days. Because Mahomes is Mahomes. He's really good. And then in that division, Justin Herbert expected to be an MVP candidate this year, right? Uh, Russell Wilson's got to be better, got to be better because Sean Payton's there. Jimmy G is coming to Las Vegas where he is hooked up with the guy who was the coordinator when he took over for Brady back in the day for a hot minute in New England, and he'll be the one who can actually move things along for Josh McDaniels in a way that maybe Derek Carr could not. Then you've got Trevor Lawrence. We're going to be predicting the AFC South later on in this program. Trevor Lawrence, he took a big leap last year. There's going to be another big leap this year. Oh, my goodness. Deshaun Watson has a full training camp, and he's got a full season in Cleveland. Lamar Jackson has been pizzayed. We're expecting a big season out of him. And Joe Burrow, whenever he comes back from his calf, could be two weeks from Sunday. He's Joe friggin' Burrow, right? And then you've got the AFC East, my God. Josh Allen and the Bills and Aaron Rodgers is now there. And Mac Jones has got his new offensive coordinator and Bill O'Brien, who was Brady's offensive coordinator when Josh McDaniels left to go to Denver back in the day. And of course, Salty Tua. I bring all of this up to say the AFC is so deep and it's one quarterback after another, after another, after another. And then there's a, a group of rookies, Ryan Tannehill. We're expecting not DeAndre Hopkins, but few people talk about him. Who am I leaving out? Ah, Kenny Pickett. This guy, all he's done in the preseason is lead touchdown drives. That's it. Five drives in the preseason for Kenny Pickett, every one of them. And in the touchdown, including two more last night. Kenny Pickett. (laughs) What if this guy takes the leap? What if the Steelers have solved the quarterback issue that we all knew was going to be coming when Big Ben was chiming in, when Brady and Peyton Manning were not? What about Kenny Pickett and George Pickens, Rich Eisen show favorite? He's on our our fantasy team. uh, as, As you know, as you know, he was on this program. He is friends with Kenny Pickett, but Kenny's not his girlfriend. Nah, they don't close, go to the movies together is what that, he said. They, that they don't time. go to the movies, but they go out to dinner in Pittsburgh where they know him, and uh, maybe they don't pick up the check because someone else does. Let me tell you something about Pickett to Pickens. George Kenny Pickett has had five drives in the preseason, all of them touchdowns. George Pickens has been targeted just three times in the preseason. All of them for first downs, one of them for touchdowns. And last night, Pickett threw one up to Pickens, a nice old 50-50 ball, 35 yards. 
Got it to the one-yard line. Najee Harris popped it in. T.J. Watt is out there sacking people. Now, the Falcons didn't start their starters. The Steelers did. What if? That's a big what if entering the season. What if Pickett to Pickens is the pick to click? Hmm. When Brockman said on Overreaction Monday, these guys are on fire, that's it. Steelers are winning the AFC North as an overreaction topic. And I said, that's not an overreaction. They got stars on defense. Patrick Peterson has been added as if this is not brought to you by the letter P enough in <laughs> Pittsburgh. Which is part of the reason why I wanted Mark Kabali on this program later on today. Mark is going to be joining us from The Athletic. He's been covering the team since 2002. And so here we go. Can the Steelers do it? This is what Mike Tomlin had to say, because we can't play enough Mike Tomlin sound bites on this program. This is what Tomlin had to say after the game last night on Kenny Pickett. You know, I, I think the growth is probably associated with, with being him and not necessarily the surface level things associated with the position, but the leadership things, the communication things, the bringing people together things. Uh, when you got a higher level of comfort in terms of what it is that you're doing, then those things probably happen more. And so, you know, um, that is significant. It's not, you know, play-related, but it is um, because he he is the catalyst for that unit. He controls the pace and the tenor of that unit. And, and I just think if he's comfortable, that unit has an opportunity to be comfortable. And I think that's probably the most significant difference. That is. It is. It, I'm sorry, I didn't. Who? Kenny? Yeah. Make this read. See It has been really solid. It's been really solid. <laughs> well, we know how you feel about that word, though. That's because there's room for improvement. That's what I'm taking out of that. <laughs> you know how I feel about the word solid, Suze, right? You know Very, that? very well. <laughs> He's like one of one when it comes to feeling that way about the word, Oh, he has issues with a lot of strange words today. <laughs> you know what I was thinking, by the way, in listening to you do your lead-in? What? What's your favorite name to say in football? What do you mean? I'm so used to hearing you hit names like Peterson. Yeah, Peterson. Peterson. Peterson, like, right. What's I feel like this morning there were there were a couple words out there, a couple names out there know. that enjoy on uh, to roll that. off your tongue. Suze, I think, yeah. I, I think it's very obvious, and I have every right to say this, that his favorite name in all of sports at the moment is very simply just Aaron Rodgers. Uh, That's oh it. God. That, that He loves that. No, the word no, just dances no. off his tongue. Excuse me. It doesn't. And later on in this program, I've got one more thing to say before we send things to the weekend where he's actually going to play football. And in terms of that, maybe <laughs> I should take my cue from Mike Tomlin, who we can't get enough sound bites from. The fact is, I understand y'all might be out there thinking, all right, Steelers started their starters, Falcons didn't, so of course he's going to look like that. And the answer to that would be, what's the alternative? He doesn't look like that yep. against the Falcons' backups, and suddenly we're going into the season thinking they aren't performing up to snuff, and they won't be any good in this division and they've got the 49ers coming into their house in week one and they are going to be really steamrolled because this kid is not ready and they also did not get this choice right at quarterback the alternative is that 
instead of what we're seeing here. And Mike Tomlin had this to say about playing his starters in the preseason. You know, um, I, I don't really need validation. I just think it's difficult to box without sparring. And, and so, you know, preseason is an opportunity for us to spar and sharpen our sword for the battle. God, I love this man. <laughs> wow. It's difficult to box without sparring. He told George Pickens, do the routine routinely. He routinely gives us sound bites. Mm-hmm. That's a new drop, sir. Can't box without sparring. Please make a note of that. Audio Can't executive box. Mike Del Tufo, who is doing something else right now <laughs> other than this program. <laughs> all good. It's all good, you, Mike. My Can't peripheral box. vision is on fire right now. Okay, there you go. Thank you for taking that I'm note or at least job. acting like you took notes right Were there. Were you pretending that you're worried or thinking about backtracking on Aaron? Like, what if he doesn't play well? I'm not what ready if to I, discuss this just yet. I'm just curious. This is I'm like, T.D. We would call this the New York City Jewish backtrack. This oh, is my like the, goodness. What's you might go call wrong? it that. I don't think Let's I can. Let's hypothesize in advance of what's nope. going to go wrong. Catastrophizing nope. is another word for it. That's a good word. A very good one. Thank you. But I'm not doing that. Just checking. I'm taking inspiration. <laughs> You can't box without sparring, Rich. Thank you. Hmm. Write that one down. Oh, my gosh. We got a bunch of people that want to play the win-loss game on this program calling in, which is outstanding. We're going to take those calls. Uh, On this program, we will predict the AFC South. Chris Brockman did prior to going to Kansas City for his fantasy draft. By the way, uh, I mean, (laughs) it's like you – is he already started to pick? Do we know that? I have not. I, I, or did he go there just to go eat barbecue the night before so he's there today? Or and it's a three-day thing because there's no time limits on choosing players. I don't understand. But he left. At any rate, he did uh, leave behind a group of uh, what's more likely subject matters, which nice. you will happily uh, read that because I didn't on. assemble. It's all good, great. but it's all right. But you have to host it. Yeah, I know. So I'm that'll ready. be great. Also, everybody is waiting to hear my AFC South predictions <laughs> yes. because yesterday you're going to have me just sit here while you oh guys did them. Oh, Akin to how Rich does it on NFL Sundays. <laughs> oh, my god! And by the way, I'm ready. You are? Yeah. I know that. I have a graphic. <laughs> you have a graphic. I mean, <laughs> that's how ready you are. I have a graphic. I'm just saying I have a graphic. That's By the great. way, it's my brother's birthday. Happy birthday, hey. Scott. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Scott. Okay. Very good. We're off and running. Um, yes. So Mark Cabali of The Athletic covers the Pittsburgh Steelers hour number three. You also, TJ, have a very special segment in advance of the college football season, correct? I do. You know, a few weeks ago I saw someone post a list of the college football's all-name team. Okay. And we kind of did something with it last year. Okay. But I decided I, I took that all name team, guys, and I decided that I would give them NIL deals based ah, upon their names. Very good. That I saw fit. Okay. So, you know. So they have names. They have names. They, they have, have images. Names. Yeah. And they have likenesses. Yes. So you're going to give us those names and hook them up. I'm going to act as almost like a brand ambassador for some of these companies who might not oh my gosh. really, you know, sometimes you see something and Look don't realize what you have right in front of you. The table's set. Some of these companies might not realize there is gold in these guys, Rich, and okay. I'm going to help them sell some product today. But TJ, I think it's great because that's building out the brand for Rich Eisen Consulting, isn't it? Arias I mean, so consulting. basically it's taking Arias Consulting a step further. It's That's good do, on you, Susie. TJ. It's what we do. I know. appreciate you bringing that up since you're not in that graphic <laughs> of the Rich Eisen Consulting. I should it's, be. Well, it's based <laughs> off of Anchorman. You could be um, Christina the Christina Applegate, Applegate character. Yeah. We could do that. You mean uptight? 
And uh, no, sure. she was not sounds good. Type. I'm I don't ready. Know. I don't know. No. I can get into the lion's den. I don't and know. I if can... I'm Ron Burgundy, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right, let's take a break before I tell San Diego something I should San shouldn't. Diego. Ooh. All right. Uh, we take a break. We've the got wheels. Jason Moore and Mike Wright, the co-hosts of the most popular sports podcast there is on planet Earth at present. The fantasy footballers here in studio to give you much-needed advice when we come back. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Ah, yes, back here on the Rich Eisen Show, here on the Roku channel. Our terrestrial radio audience will rejoin in a matter of moments, and that's when we'll get to the meat of what the fantasy footballers are here to talk about. The number one fantasy football podcast and regularly the number one sports podcast in the country. They are going to be live right here in Los Angeles at the Palace Theater this weekend, correct? Yeah, that is right, okay. Saturday. Uh, Jason Moore and Mike Wright, good to see you, gents. How are you? Oh, it's it's great to be back, Rich. It's, it's seriously, it's a it's a delight. What's it been like? Three years or something? Four. Like that? Four. Yeah, too long. It a has co- been. A couple of call-ins in the meantime, yeah. but the, being in the studio, well, this is just beautiful. Well, that's a you thing, isn't it? Don't you live in Arizona? Yeah, we do. Okay, I mean, unfortunately. Wait, yeah. we can. We're allowed to just pop in. Yeah. All right. I'm moving. <laughs> Don't I'm moving. Don't I mean, say things like this, Rich. No, I'm, just, I'm just gonna be knocking on the door. Okay. Very good. I'm. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's, Mike, you got to open her microphone, Mike. You got to open her mic. I got it. Okay, very good. I just come up, you guys. I just show up. I basically, like, you know, let some air out of Chris's tires and I just come. You can do go. that too. 
Yeah. We will be there. Um, what? Let air out of his tires? Yeah, sure. Okay. This is what happened, TJ. That's why you 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 never miss a show because never. if you leave, you I, take a beating. I get Wally pipped too. That's we got to do that. Um, and Andy Gall- uh, Andy Pottery Holloway is walking around the studio right over there. Say hello to Andy. He's right behind us. Okay, no, he's around yeah. here somewhere. Okay, he's around here somewhere. In okay, spirit. Um, all right, so. Uh, Let's let's get into this thing right here. By the way, again, the fantasy footballers you can check out all the time. You're number one as we currently speak. So congratulations on that again. And thank you. You know, I'm sure what you and Pardon might take a flip flop around. Yeah, is that it's how usually works? between the two of us. Is and uh, right now, right now we're winning. So this okay. is our season. This is fantasy this is, this football is, this season. Is right. Exactly. I love it. Fantastic. All right. So uh, we're right here on the Roku channel. Our terrestrial radio audience is about to return, and then we're going to dig into some very important information for a lot of people. The Rich Eisen Show Radio Network is back on the air. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by as Jason Moore and Mike Wright, co-hosts of the Fantasy Footballers podcast, have done once again. Good to see you again, gents. Let's uh, talk. What's the most, uh, what's the biggest conundrum you think for fantasy players entering the season? Is it Jonathan Taylor right yeah, now? Yeah, I'd do? say right now Johnny Taylor and Josh Jacobs of, I mean, these are you know, first round pick type of talents. Yeah. And what is actually going on? Like, what's, is is Taylor hurt? Is he just mad that he wants another contract? I we think he's don't... on the physically unwilling to perform. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah. He's hurting the wallet right now. Because I mean, if he's looking for a trade like right now, uh, clearly the first question is like, so is he hurt or not? Uh, I don't think he's hurt to the point where he can't play football right, right. now. Right. So um, that said. Josh Jacobs, though, I think is going to be back week one. I yeah. really do believe so. Yeah. So, in, in you know this current collective bargaining agreement, like people don't hold out. It's not as common as it used to be. Yes, I would absolutely bet Josh Jacobs is there week one, day one, and when he's there for fantasy purposes, people are like, well, you know, he missed camp, he missed uh, preseason. Will they throw him right to the wolves? Yeah, they will. <laughs> They'll just throw him out there every snap. He'll be on the field. He'll be great. So you think? Um, draft Josh Jacobs as if this holdout never happened, right? Is that what you would say? Uh, that the league's leading rusher is in the mix. If you are um, a keeper league, you keep him. Is that what you're basically saying? Yeah, right I, I, I think that you should. And the nice thing is you don't have to draft him in the first round. You can still get like the dip because of the holdout. Okay. People are scared. So he drops to the, the back of the second, the third round, and I'm, I'm scooping him up. And Jonathan Taylor, how do you handle that business right now? So he's a little bit of a different situation just because of where he is with the team. Yes. And his is, again, is he hurt? Probably not, but that's all just our speculation. But just for fantasy football purposes, he's already in a tough situation because he has a rookie quarterback that will be starting the whole season. And we know historically that – that does not usually pan out for fantasy running backs. Mm. Jonathan Taylor's a different type of dude. He's the Incredible Hulk. but So he has that going against him. And then on top of that, the archetype of Anthony Richardson, he's a mobile quarterback. He's going to use his superpowers. And a lot of time that turns that takes checkdowns away. Like You've kind of seen that, uh, like Lamar in, in Baltimore, they're you don't count on their running backs to catch a ton of passes. Mm. Uh, like So this isn't the, the Phillip Rivers checking down to to Jonathan Taylor all the time. So he's got Taylor's got a bunch of things working against him. Is he's just so difficult to evaluate though because 
he's one of the, he's I mean he's like a top three running back in the league when he's healthy and good to go. But there's there's a lot of things about the Colts offense that are scary for fantasy. Mm-hmm. Jason Moore and Mike Wright of the Fantasy Footballers podcast here on the Rich Eisen Show. So non PPR league number one player is still Justin Jefferson. Uh, non PPR. I mean, yeah, Justin Jefferson's probably just as safe as it gets. Even though it's not PPR, you know he's going to be up near the league lead and yards he's going to have touchdowns last year he should have had more touchdowns like he should have as as great as he was last season yes. based on his yardage and his uh, targets where they were on the field he should have positive touchdown regre- regression coming so i i think yeah he's the number one pick you you don't know the health of running backs and so even though like a, a guy like derrick henry way better in a non-PPR. I, I, th- I think with the number one pick, you could still go wide receiver. Derrick Henry, I've had the last couple of years, and watching him run off the field every third yeah. round has driven me insane. <laughs> As if his backup makes things better ever. Yeah. Right. Like, just the fact that he's standing there would mean so much, I would think, in the same way as Susie would recall from back in the day, Reggie Bush should have been out on the field at the end of that Rose Bowl game against Ooh. Texas. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Ridiculous. I mean, so that's the way I feel. Every I think of that moment every time I watch Derrick Henry run off the field on a third down. That said, Justin Jefferson being number one overall, the, my favorite stat about him, and I, you've probably heard this, but I'll say it again anyway. He not only has the record for most receiving yards and touchdowns and receptions through your first three years right. of an NFL career, but he has it for the first four years of an <laughs> NFL career. And he's going into his fourth year this year. He may be the greatest wide receiver in the history of fantasy football. Would you would you throw that out there? He, right he now? certainly could develop into that, but you know, it, Football is crazy. When you when you go back and you you think about like if you were to go back and look at your your fantasy lineup three seasons ago, mm. you'll have names where you're like, oh yeah, <laughs> I, I forgot, you know. And right. there was one point in time where Odell Beckham was going to be that. Yeah, he was we, the next Jerry Rice. It was done. Yeah, it was over. He's he's the greatest wide receiver of all time. Then injuries happen yes. and uh, life moves on, and Odell Beckham is now you know he hasn't been a top. 12 wide receiver since 2016 or something it's like it's it's almost a decade you just don't even realize that so McCaffrey's the first running back off the board yeah yeah yeah. McCaffrey's the number one guy for me he just the the situation for San Francisco is is perfect he's probably like the number two target in the team Mm -hmm. uh, for the team Debo is probably still number one there if you look at the uh like the target breakdown for those small sample but the four or five games it was that we had Brock Purdy uh, Debo was his number one guy, and then it was, and then we had McCaffrey, and he just his the fact that you're gonna get fifty plus receptions plus the all the goal line work you want it, for your for your running backs you have to get high value touches, and that's where it's at. A target is in fantasy as long as you're in like a half or a full point PPR statistically, just a target is worth about two and a half times more than a single carry. So that's why we're always trying to target guys who can catch the ball. And the, with all the platoons everywhere, McCaffrey's not in a platoon. He's He is the guy. And what about uh, Eckler? Is he second off your list, or you go Derrick Henry there? Where, where do you go yeah, I, here? I know Mike is uh, not as into Eckler, uh, but I, just I still— little, Just a little worried. I still have Eckler as number two. There, there's only a handful of guys that will catch the ball or, or at least be targeted like 100 times. And then actually, right now for me— 
after Eckler, it's the rookie. It's the sensation. Yeah. It's Bijan Robinson. I'm I'm fine taking him in the first round. He, uh, you know, I, we don't know if the passing volume in Atlanta will be good enough. Yes. To give him a hundred targets, but we know he's good enough. And uh, rookie running backs, they're just they're they're a good investment in fantasy. Yeah, I mean Chris Brockman, who's who's not here today because he's in Kansas City, uh, going through his annual keeper league draft, had third overall uh, pick status. And he's he he left thinking I'm going to take him beyond yeah, third because you know when you come back he's gone yeah so it doesn't matter if you take him third you know if you're going to go take him seventh what do you get better value I mean you're just going to right. get him if you if you like him what's your concern with Eckler what are you it, concerned about? It, it's it's just the 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 age which it's you can say well Christian McCaffrey's also a little bit older so he. Eckler is age, huh? It's That's just a stat in, in fantasy. It, football. Yeah, it's the, the, the running back age oh, cliff God. is a real thing. And it's right around 27, 28, Come which on. I did. I'm just telling it's you what the sad. historical trends are for running These backs, are, which Eckler is an outlier in himself to be an undrafted player yeah. to become what he is on the field, which is just awesome. Yes. That's so the age is like, well, may, maybe it could be an issue and his, He's been so overly efficient mm-hmm. in touchdowns, which, again, he is an outlier of a player. But the rate at which he has scored touchdowns has been uh, well, well above where he should be. And then his – so last year you had Keenan Allen miss that a huge amount of time with the hamstring injury. Mike Williams kind of on and off the field. In the games where he was playing without one of those guys, his target share is just – just catapults way up. Mm. And then if everybody's actually healthy, which right now everyone is, and you kind of presume you got to hope that guys are going to stay healthy and plan for that. His target share was a little bit lower. So it, and it's not like I'm out by any means on Austin Eckler. I just, yeah. I have, uh, I've got him, I think a spot behind Bijan. All right. Mike Wright and Jason Moore of the fantasy football po- footballers podcast here on the show. Fifth, sixth overall pick. Fourth, you take Kelsey. Is Travis Kelsey oh, first? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a no for me. Um, Why? Because he's a tight end. No, because I think that there's a better value. I think two rounds later, getting Mark Andrews is put it this way: Travis Kelsey, who's great, he's awesome, he's Zeus. He has never ever been drafted this high, <clears throat> and he's 34. Yeah. So this is the year we're going to take him number five overall. Yeah, because <laughs> Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony and so on and so forth. I mean, that's the guy. And the number of times where you keep saying, well, teams aren't going to let Kelsey beat him, <laughs> then Kelsey beats them. I mean, yeah. Like, it, it, this it, is the year that you do that. I would, I if I was sitting there fourth or fifth, right. I would do it. In a PPR league? I mean, you don't think that the first person, when Mahomes turns his head, is looking for his 87? And I, I loved the shot, the screen grab from last week's preseason game against Arizona. Where the one where Mahomes threw running out of bounds, leaping up in the air, mm-hmm. four Arizona Cardinals chasing him, <laughs> and it sounds, Kel- like, it sounds like our Cardinals running to his right. Okay, and Kelsey is outside the numbers on the other side of the field, raising his hand, saying, "I'm open," <laughs> because he knows yeah. that Mahomes will always look for him, and Mahomes might might there it is technically have eyes in the back of his head that this is the mentality that you take Travis Kelsey. Yeah. The, the, you know, I'm, like, I'm, I'm more on board. Like, I think it's a, a fine pick to take Kelsey there. The, the argument against taking him there is 
because last year the tight end position was such a dumpster fire, which it's it's mm-hmm. never great for fantasy football. Uh-huh. But the the score the scoring disparity between him and the other tight ends was larger than it should be, and like it has been in the past. So the advantage. If you're just looking at the points scored of last year, of like, oh, look at this huge advantage that Kelsey gave me. It's not normally that big because you had Mark Andrews end up getting hurt. Uh, I mean, it was like... I think and, Le- T- and Lamar. Yeah, yeah, and Lamar also got hurt. Was, like, Darren T- Waller got injured. Yeah, TJ Hawkinson, I think, ended up as the number two tight end last okay. year. And it was not... It was a like a good year, but it wasn't any means of, like, this should be the number two tight end on the year. So that's... That's my only hesitation is I like Mark Andrews in the third. I love Darren Waller. Love Darren Waller in the fifth or the sixth round. Because of Daniel Jones is going to use him as the yes. uh, security blanket. Um, Kelsey over Tyreek Hill. I know you say no. Yes? I would take Tyreek. you take Tyreek. Yeah. Uh, Kelsey over Devontae Adams. I know you say no. Do you say yes? I would take Kelsey over Adams, yeah. I. And you're <laughs> so I would take Kelsey over Devonte Adams. You would, I, I, I would. So um, I shouldn't speak for you. I apologize. No, it, it's it's just uh, you know the, Jimmy Garoppolo scares me a little bit with uh, whether or not Too he handsome. can. Yeah, right. He can't handle yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I'm you know that's I'm a, little a fantasy off. football metric as well. Yeah, as absolutely. Is how lost in his eyes can you get? Mm-hmm. And Jason just loses all control. Well, I'm just more so, worried about Devontae Adams being lost in his eyes and nicely then dropping done. that ball. My eyes have great peripheral vision. Certainly when my wife is in my peripheral vision, she has been somewhat checked out throughout totally this entire... Totally checked out. But what happened, what happened when Jimmy Garoppolo's name got mentioned? Yeah. Wait, wait, what did you say about Jimmy? <laughs> I was I was she, multitasking over here as Mike sometimes does, yes. and then you said Jimmy Garoppolo is too handsome, and I was like, wait, what? What's that? Says yes. That's my kind of fantasy. You, I like that's football. Yes, Susie Schuster here on the Rich Eisen Show, ladies and gentlemen. That's why they pay me the big bucks, guys. And we're back. Yeah. <laughs> At any rate, uh, um, okay. So the list of quarterbacks worthy of a second round selection go well there's three that are that are somewhat worthy you could go somewhat worthy. well okay. I, I still believe right now for fantasy this year you, you've got the big three who dominated last year mm-hmm. right you've got Patrick Mahomes Jalen Hurts Josh Allen in any order you want you can make a good argument for for all of them in the second round in, in the second round is where they're going in a lot of drafts this year but what I have found is even like they're going to be great you know it's not going to be a bust pick if they don't get injured, but you're giving up a really good running back, a really good wide receiver there, and only one team wins the championship. You can be good when you draft them, but the best team is going to be who got the best value in the draft. For, for me, I like the Justins. I like Justin Herbert and Justin Fields because you get them several rounds later, and then I get that second-round running back or that second-round wide receiver, mm-hmm. and if they hit – then I'm the best team. That's that's how I'm approaching this season. What about you, sir? Uh, yeah, I, I I shy away from the early quarterback. Again, talked about the the scoring discrepancy for tight ends. The, the quarterbacks was huge last year. The top three, it was a really really big advantage, especially compared to like the the middle tier. You know, quarterback four through six or seven, which over the last four years or so that the the points per game difference of a of the QB4 is only like two or three, but it was a huge spread this past year. So I'm, I'm more with Jason that I'd love to get 
fields a little bit later and then if I'm if I miss out because I I pushed too far mm. I gambled and lost then it's, I, I think for me it's Geno Smith okay who I think he is the the late round quarterback to go after the golf no he is just no thank you he <laughs> Why? He, his, he, his he's up and he's so up and down. The, when he's when what's he's, with the golf hate? It, it's the not, last nine weeks of last season and Amra St. Brown and you sure. you're talking about Bijan. What about Jameer Gibbs? I mean, he could be a, a significant game changer. Jamison Williams is going to come oh, back at some absolutely. point. Yeah. I mean, so the the issue with golf when you when you get to guys like golf, if you look last year, he had an excellent season, but it comes in a disgusting way when when you look at <laughs> when you look at consistency he's yeah. just wrecking your team half the time so he's a good streaming guy if he's at home um he, his home road splits were were crazy last year so he's just not someone i want to rely on week in week out um i think right now you got seven quarterbacks that you can say are plug and play and mm-hmm. then if you don't get one of those guys Sure, you can take a look at the opening schedule and say, well, do I like Jared Goff's week one, draft him to start him week one, but I'm not drafting him to just be my season-long starter because he's going to have some bad games too. The latest you should draft your season-long starter. How late is too late? Last round? Yeah. I mean, uh, no round? I, 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 uh, so I you would take a wait till like round eight, round nine to take a quarterback? And yeah, that's not absolutely. a problem? And then you, wouldn't you, you might wind up with... One of the rookies, then, don't you uh, think? Yeah, I wouldn't pick it. I, I mean, pick it. By the way, I just started right. the show singing his praises. Yeah, he looked Sam Howell. You know, I mean, very good. Oh, <laughs> don't get this guy started well, on I'm Sam Howell. I'm a believer. I think Sam Howell's going to be good. And good for fantasy. He he runs the ball as well. He's got great wide receivers. I'm excited to see what Eric Bieniemy can do. So. Of course. I'm, so you like you're a big Sam Howell guy. Uh, the, yeah. the, the, our we have a one specific drawback on Sam Howell on this program. We discovered it about three weeks ago oh. or so. And again, Do we need I mean, to if we're talking yeah. about looks, right? I don't know if this is a fantasy football metric. Yeah. No, it is. But it just like, is he ready to be an elite quarterback? And certainly for here, maybe this is a me thing. It comes down a hair. Mm-hmm. And it, like, how can you follow the bedhead oh, no. into battle? Like, we don't know <laughs> what's up with that. You know, like, can you can you trust a quarterback who looks like he just woke up? Is he too? Is it just because he's too young? No idea. I don't know. Is he ready? This is what the I mean. I mean, Ron Rivera says he's ready. Does this look like a guy who could take the mean, mean words of of his (laughs) offensive coordinator? You know, like, can he handle the mean coaching? Well, Rich, are you sure this this isn't just a hair envy? Um, you know, look, as somebody who's got more hair on his chin than I do in my head. I take offense. Uh, I'll be very honest. It, but, it yeah. was uh, I, I, serious. What's it's going your on here? Show. I know like that. You guys, I know. it's his Unbel- show. Unbelievable. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Uh, this guy is the I'm, worst. I, I have to sit next to him and his beautiful hair every day. His luscious all locks. Right. And, all right. All right. Uh, and we're doing all right. All right. You're, we're doing terrifically. Um, and you guys are doing great with uh, St. Jude Children's yeah. Research Hospital. Tell me what you guys are doing with and for St. Jude, thanks to your immense success with your podcast. Yeah. So. Uh, over the course of the years, our 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 uh, fans have helped us donate. We're about to cross the quarter million mark donating to St. Jude. Congrats! Uh, so, Beautiful. You know, part of our fans, some some celebrity leagues that we've we've happened to win. Don't be it, so sheepish and, about it. <laughs> Come on. All right, look, we were we were in a celebrity league with like Tim the Tatman, mm-hmm. Ninja, mm-hmm. Zach Efron. Smoked them. Yeah, we we let them know you you stay on your streaming yeah, platform. Stay in your lane. We'll we'll handle the fantasy. Don't football. come in your lane. That's right. Understood. 
And so how do people get involved? How can they sure. donate? How can they do this? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we, we, we choose to donate uh, from some of our live shows. So we've got a live show coming up uh, this week. Uh, when, when, whenever someone gets our draft kit, yes. we donate a portion of that. So mm -hmm. it's really just uh, being along for the ride, being a fan of the show. And, um, you know, we, it, it's something that matters to us. Like I had mm -hmm. a best friend growing up who um, needed a lot of care and, and uh, St. Jude's took good care of. So it's, it's, it's genuinely near and dear to our heart. And so we, we appreciate them and like being part of supporting them. Susie and I have three kids and we talk about it all the time there, but for the grace of God, you know, we talk about it all the time in St. Jude Children's Research Hospital being there so people do not see a bill for mm -hmm. the care or the lodging or the travel and all everyone has to do is take care of the kids yeah you it's know. beautiful it is a beautiful thing where can people go um and see you this weekend the palace theater yeah okay. uh so if you had to ballerslive.com i think there's just i mean maybe a couple tickets left so if you're oh, if you're in the la area all right check in i'm That's not sure where it's at right now what a how, how like who, who performs longer you or taylor swift like how long? Oh, how long you, do we, we get? We can't how long handle we the, the Swifty. Okay. I mean, she's how a long? Machine. How long is the show? How long do you? How long do we go here? So it'll stamina. Be, how, how's your stamina? Is basically what I'm asking. Um, it'll. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll probably be uh, an hour and a half. Do a bunch of Q and A yeah. after that, and, and oh, okay. have, a, have a nice time. All right, so it's a whole night. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah making like, an event out of it. Like okay, so have dinner before. Basically, what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah I mean, look, I'm gonna say something that is a secret, but. If you're watching this show, you're gonna know. Okay, I'm bringing a T-shirt cannon to the show. <laughs> Are you That's really? True story. Oh gosh. Yeah, it's a. It it's, is. It's a branded. It not be legal. Can I just give you a piece of advice? Mm -hmm. Forty-five degree angle, at least. Oh yes. No, it's going to the mezzanine. I'm not. Right. I'm not shooting that thing low. It could be not parallel. Yeah. You gotta have no. it in some sort of a forty-five degree. For sure. Angle. Okay. Uh, give me the name of the sleeper of the year. Jalen Warren, that would be my pick. The uh, second-year undrafted free agent uh, running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think he is explosive. It reminds me a lot of Austin Eckler, what we saw when he was an undrafted free agent. Uh, I think he scored last night, actually. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm not mistaken. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. That's my pick. So yeah. you think he gets in there in a Tony Pollard-type role? Yeah, exactly. I think that's a really good comp. He's just the more explosive guy that's going to work his way onto the field. And then okay. he also has – he's the insurance option. Should something happen to Najee, all of a sudden he becomes a league winner. Okay. And what about you, sir? And I, I'll, go, I'll go Zay Flowers. Rookie wide receiver for you're, you're uh, buying in. You got the Zay I, Flowers. I am. I'm, I'm bought in. I'm bought in for what the Baltimore Ravens should be doing. We yeah. have no idea though. That's the whole point. But mm -hmm. we have we, we have at least some evidence of of what Todd Monken, the the new OC, has done, which is he likes to throw a lot. Okay. And he likes to play fast, which the Ravens have. <laughs> been the complete yes. opposite yeah. of that yeah. they're like you know we'll bring in a fifth fullback you didn't yeah. know we had and we'll fake to him and we'll have that that 23 play drive uh, that results in a justin tucker 16 yarder mm -hmm. you know like <laughs> that those days are over yeah. yeah you know so the actual rate like pace of play okay. is huge for fantasy football by because by the end of the year if you're if you're getting a, just a handful of snaps extra per game it it really does matter and and we just we believe they're going to throw a lot. We don't know who's going to be the number one guy. Okay. Rashad Bateman was their number one guy, kind of de facto, but he's been coming back from his foot injury. Is he really good to go? Odo Beckham, okay, uh, another ACL, and Zay Flowers. Just, I mean, 
that touchdown reception the other night, he looked, he looks pretty nice. Rich Eisen show grandmaster TJ Jefferson just raised his hand uh, as we're up against it. What do you got over there, TJ? Really quickly, fellas, I was thinking the four rookie wide receivers, Quentin Johnston, Jackson Smith, and Jigba, Zay Flowers, and Jordan Addison. You mentioned Flowers, but of those four, I need one of those guys. Are you saying that Flowers is the best of those four? Is that the guy should... Well, you would probably would have taken Smith and Jigba if he didn't get some yeah, that, banged you, up. Yeah, you have to factor that in. I'm, I would take Flowers personally. Yeah, for me, we, we just did our My Guy uh, show, and one of my three My Guys I picked this year is Jordan Addison. I think he is absolutely excellent, and his opportunity across the field from Justin Jefferson. Adam Thielen ran the second most routes last year, and he's gone. So I think he goes right in to a, a good role this season and dominates. Well, I, I appreciate you. That was my you pick for, was Addison. Yeah, <laughs> I know it is. Yeah. I know you love him. Uh, and I appreciate you guys coming on and giving all those nuggets, and I found out, confirmed, what I already knew is that if Susie did a My Guy show, top three <laughs> would be Jimmy Garoppolo, all three of them, and I might, I might be fourth. Right. Well, I mean, you know how it goes in our house. I you do usually that. say that you come behind the That's two dogs best. and the three kids. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sixth. Oh, I'm sixth. You, you, you're my you're my top draft. I, you really are. I appreciate that. Oh. Yeah, the depth chart is uh, is deep. Uh, thank you for coming on. Greatly appreciate it. At the FF Ballers on Twitter, Jason Moore and Mike Wright. Obviously, you know where to find the podcast where all podcasts are acquired. The Fantasy Footballers podcast right here on the Rich Eisen Show. We're back with more in a moment. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Can you tell me the story, the famous story of you noticing John Candy in the crowd before, oh. <laughs> before that two-minute drill to the Bengals? Harris Barton was a, a people person, so yes. we were free for dinner during the week, but you know, practice and meetings and then come back after dinner and more meetings. So when he would come back from dinner, he was like a little kid. He could not wait to tell you about all the celebrities he saw while he was at dinner. <laughs> and so I had, we were just standing there and between the tight end and um, his shoulder was uh, framed John Candy. And in so, the crowd? It, he was on the sideline. Oh, he's on the sideline. And so I was, and I sat there and I, 
I looked and I go, dang, I don't remember Harris saying he saw John Candy. <laughs> this is so, what you're thinking in the Super Bowl with minutes to go and needing to, to drive down the field. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, so I walked over and said, hey, H, man, there's, there's John Candy. <laughs> and he, Harris stood like this for eight minutes, per, perfectly still. He was a little bit anal that way. He would not move. He was like little. I didn't do it to unwind him. I just thought he would appreciate seeing John Candy. <laughs> since he, <laughs> Did you ever meet Candy or that was the only time? Yeah, no, I had met John a few years before that. Um, my contract was up. Okay. And he was, you know, one of the owners of the Toronto Argonauts. Okay. He was trying to get me to go to Canada. Come on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, they just didn't have enough money. <laughs> <laughs> but if the price was right, you'd, you'd, I might you'd have had been, a, yeah, I might have been wearing an Argonaut. You'd, 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 yeah, you'd have a 55-yard line. You'd be like, I'll do that. So he legitimately said, you know, hey. you know. Yeah, we had a couple meetings about yeah. You did. So this yeah. is real. Like, it wasn't oh, yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, a, no. oh, by the way. No, 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 no. <laughs> Wow, I love that. And I believe Joe Montana might be coming on next week, too. His name crossed the booking radar screen just today. So, of course, the answer to that is uh, yes. You're out with friends and few drinks become a few too many and you decide to drive anyway. What's the worst that can happen, right? Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. Great uh, information right there from Jason Moore and Mike Wright uh, here on the program. I mean, it's a... Bottom line is a crapshoot. But being in a fantasy league really with this guys, we're like, well, QB4 is usually 2.3%, uh, a little bit more. I was like, okay. I'm just like, do I take this guy? Let me think. I'm in deep, what a loss. I'm not that deep. You know, it's like playing poker against all these people who know the odds, mm-hmm. things like odds. Like, I don't know odds. What the hell do I know? I never understood that. Like, I think my hand is good. Let me just put this in. You know. That's how I play cards. I go by feel sometimes, but Brockman right. gets mad at me. He's like, you got to play by the book. Well, sometimes you just got to go with your gut, Rich. TJ, I'm going to give you what you want. Oh, a Cowboys Super Bowl? Nope. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, no. Nope, not oh. that. Oh. When Susie Schuster's in the chair for Chris Brockman, you like stories. I love stories. Oh, yeah. love stories that give a window into our relationship. And we just heard, in a way, you know, a little bit of that. Yes. Where we're talking fantasy football, and she's like, whatever. Yeah. And then yeah. they're like, Jimmy Garoppolo, and she's like, hello. Oh, yeah. hello. Hello. The chicken hawk, Jimmy G. Zoinks? Like, It's okay. I don't know what's coming. She has no idea what's coming. <laughs> now paying attention. So now here it comes, Sue. I'm going to give some so just a little bit of an, an insight here. Jimmy, come on so, in from the back. Susie, Susie always. No matter where we are, no matter where we are, in our own home or on the road, and we're, you know, Getting ready for sleep, she always has to choose the side of the bed closest <laughs> to the door. Ooh. At home or in the hotel? Or Anywhere. Anywhere. Suze, you want to tell them why? Well, if there's a fire, I am first out, first of all. <laughs> also, if there's a fire, I'm first out. And he gets <laughs> what else? so upset about this. What? Yes, because... We- <laughs> <laughs> I have I'm to take saying, care of our three kids and I two understand, dogs. I understand that. Right. So this, I, I, every single time that happens, just like I know, okay, for you take that side. I got this one. All good. I just keep thinking of the Costanza scene from Seinfeld. You know where it's fire and just shoves, it shoves <laughs> Wait, me out of the way. Are you equating me to pushing out kids as I run from a burning apartment and in New I'm York the kid. City because and, somebody and, threw trash in the garbage? And I'm the kid. Okay. Yes. 
Okay. You're pushing John how am I, Now you tell me, how, how am I supposed to handle that sort of thing? Well, I mean, the saying is uh, women and children first, right? That is yeah. what they say. That is what they say. I got a question, though. I mean, I don't want to peer too deeply into your, your, your life, but I was reading a story the other day. The story went viral, and there was a couple, and they don't have designated size of the bed. The, the wife was like, we just get in bed on whatever side we decide to sleep in. What and that became like a big thing. So you're that always on the one side. You don't decide like oh, one yeah. day I'm going to take the door, one day I'm going to take the wall. Or well, actually, like we just spent some time in a rental because of what's going on in our house. And actually, that was... That was weird. But you you took that side of the bed because the one that I was on had a direct <laughs> shot when the door was open of sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually... So, I was, I, so that was the one time... That you got the door. That I got the door. So had there been a fire at this Airbnb, you would have been safe and we would be... No, I would have made sure she was out first. I would have pushed you out of the way to get out the door. I would have yelled, Fauda, Fauda, and I would have run for the door. Nicely (laughs) done. But I have to agree. Who are those people? We're just like... Masochists. Like, what's wrong with them? Yeah, it became a big thing. Like, How do you... How do you have a bedside table? Like, where, where do you put your yeah, stuff? That's right. That's, where do you put your stuff? That's what all the questions were coming in about about their stories. So. Mike? I'm just listening. Because <laughs> I, just, I sleep a man in his 90% boat. of the time. Uh, oh, what about no. the 10%? 90% of the time. But on the road. Wait a minute. Hey, 10%. That's I said. What, what about did you say? Road. One so out of the hotel. So nine out of 10 road trips, mm-hmm. Mike is busy. One out of ten wow. road trips, Mike never know. gets busy. Oh, yeah. Is that what I'm just to understand? Exactly. This reminds me of when Brian Shaw and I used to sit there in hotels and watch the Lakers. Friends and associates roll in. Roll in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and say, guess- that one's going to the seventh floor. That one's going to you the really eleventh did that? floor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, the Yankees. I saw the Yankees one time. Yeah, oh, but yeah. what about you? On the road. Mike oh, Del Tufo. Mike. My gosh. Suddenly, it may, may be eight out of everybody ten. In oh, Fox, everybody in everybody in Fox Sports bigger. Accounting is now running combing through his <laughs> when did I get a second key? When did I get a second hmm. key? Why are there two breakfasts on nine out, of the, <laughs> nine out of the ten trips wow. have the same amount of per That's diem, and then all percentage. of a sudden that one. Right. Mike ordered two omelets today. Be one of those. See, I told you I would give you what you wanted. And you did. You did. And a bonus Mike Del Tufo story on top. We know if there's a fire in your house, you are not going to make it. See you later. Susie will. (laughs) See you later. And she'll carry on. Nice knowing you. You By the way, too, if you sit on that side, you usually need the air conditioning. So it's kind of like. Uh, I can't be near an air conditioning vent. That yeah. vent That's right, too. The vent yeah. on that side. Mm-hmm. So I, get, I catch a cold. Unless That's there's right. a fire, then I'm dead. Take it. <laughs> Hour two coming up. <laughs> I told you you get what you want. Uh, like I Somebody said, else I, I, wanted I to know something that we have to ask. Oh, and by the way, oh no, before that, I'm, I'm sorry, oh, I'm Mike. Sorry. Let me let me handle this from here. We saw this on your Instagram story last week, and I immediately snapped a screen grab of it. Because, you, you know, Instagram stories go away. Missing someone you love and not seeing nine? them for a while truly makes this it all that, that more special when you finally you know see them who. again. You know who. And I sent that to the group saying that must be us because you were out two days last week. That's exactly who I was is talking about. Is that who I was? Yeah, is it I, us? You were right. You, I was talking you, about Who is it, Mike? Don't worry about it. Come on. No one's watching. Let's <laughs> no, go. Who am I? Come on, Mike. Don't worry about Come it. Come on. This is just us on the Roku channel and the millions of people. Want to want to know. Ask. We have Come a more on. important question. Someone wants to know what you thought of the uh, the rich imitation that that 
The comedian? comedian I want to Roku and I want to know who the yeah. woman is. Don't Come throw on. her off. She's, yeah. She's on the set, Mike. Susan. Look out. Susan. I've been I'm, on the business end of this before. <laughs> Look I'm, out. I'm going to take a shower. If you were in the locker room, I'm, I have to walk away. I can't answer the question. Like if you were asking it's me someone he loves that yeah. he hasn't seen and, in a and while, he and he's very excited to see Roku again. Roku and I want to know. Come on. I keep it quiet. He's on the down low, except when he wants to Instagram it out. Yeah. But it was you guys. I was, I was that's that's you guys. it. Yeah. Right. It's Brockman. Right. It's Brockman. It's Brockman. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. I actually do miss Brockman when he's gone. I told him that. Oh! What's wrong wow. with me? Wait wow. a minute. Yes. Okay. No, no. Yes. Are you oh, kidding me? Oh, my gosh. You are it, it in a hole now, That's a hard out oh, right okay. here. Music. In three, Roll your two, Look one, out. and break. <laughs>